Hi guys, <laughs> I am happy to be here again today. So it's been a crazy week, guys. It's been a crazy week. There has been so much love from you guys, and I don't know what to say. I am so so happy. I love every one of you that has joined our family i can see that we're growing and it's amazing our numbers you know the place <sighs> mashallah they have been increasing and i just really 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 want to say thank you to everyone today honestly thank you from the bottom of my heart <laughs> so am i giving a shout out to anyone this week yes 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 and yes i am i'm giving a shout out this week to dolceza oven hi sis how are you doing i hope you're doing fine guys you should definitely check her out she makes cakes cupcakes uh and muffins i don't think there's anything on her page okay it's coming soon i'm <laughs> literally just reading what's on her bio so basically it's coming soon so you should definitely check her out um d-o-l-c-e-z-z-a underscore underscore oven thank you so much for your support i see you i see your comments and i just want to say a big thank you you can definitely say we are halfway through the season yes 100 percent. we can definitely say we're halfway through the season i can't wait for you guys to listen to how and i today basically it was just like it was just like i was gisting because um how is my cousin for those of you who do not know i got to pick her brain and listen to her speak especially because i get so many questions when it comes to this whole media thing so i had to like bring in an expert to speak to you guys i hope you guys enjoy this episode just make sure you follow us on apple music on spotify leave us a review on apple music i see your reviews and please and please and please give us a five star it means it will mean so much to us honestly thank you guys for your support thank you for joining our family and i hope you guys enjoy today's episode and also this is the fifth episode so it's not too late to catch up on the first four episodes <laughs> okay guys bye thank you so so much for stopping by i hope you enjoy hello beautiful it's so lovely to have you here today can you please tell our listeners who they are meeting today hi my name is hawa hawa magaji hi timaya how are you i'm good how are you doing i'm great <laughs> we have this chat with you i feel like we've been planning it for so long <laughs> i know right we've been planning it for the longest time but today we are here and we're doing this finally fine <laughs> Yeah, okay, so tell us about yourself. Hmm. <laughs> Am I interesting? Let's see. Um, mm. I'm a media personality, a lifestyle, fashion, content creator. Mm. Um, I do YouTube. I have two shows currently running on YouTube. I vlog almost every day of my life on TikTok. <laughs> I'm a dog person. Um, I like to meet people. Um so I guess talking to people comes easy to me. So maybe that's why hosting and stuff comes easy to me. But yeah, that's me. A little yeah. bit. You'll get to know me more as we progress. 
Yeah. So how are you're like an Ariwa girl to your core? I am. Uh, yes, and you're also um northern. So you're northern. You're northern Christian, and I think I'm so excited to have this conversation with you, honestly, because whenever people say Ariwa, they say northerners. The thing that comes to people's mind is just Hausa people, and it's like there are no other tribes and there are no other religions in the north. So. Yes, yeah, so I just want to know, like, can you tell us how it was like growing up for you as an Ariwa girl? Would you say that, like, oh, you had, like, an Ariwa upbringing? And, like, just, you know, give us a sense of how it was like growing up for you as a Northerner who is, like, not Muslim and not Hausa. Okay, so the thing is, I feel for me, like, growing up was relatively not as... Even though I have Northern parents, I mean, my mom is from Adama, my dad is from Gombe. But maybe sort of because I grew up in the South... Um, my parents were not really the traditional Northern parents. They were a little bit more lenient, you know, with us and everything. But yeah, like 100%, I face that stereotype of everybody thinking, oh, because you're from the North, you're Hausa. So everybody just goes, oh, Hawa, she's Hausa now. And by the way, my name is not even Hawa, you know. <laughs> so like things like that. And I, I've gotten to the point in my life where I'm like, I'm tired of explaining and explaining it to people. Don't people go to school? Don't you guys know like there's more than three tribes in this country? Don't you people know that Hausa is not the only tribe that exists in the North? Why do I have to always educate you? And that's the point I am right now in my life. So like I've, I've done the phase where I was educating people and now I'm at the phase where these things were taught in school. Like it's common sense at this point. You cannot just see anybody and just assume, oh, she's from the North. Oh, yeah and i know i see your tiktok videos and how you're always like oh my god please first of all my name is not hawa my name is hawa and, and i'm, I'm not <laughs> the name thing since high school like it's been a problem like i will have people saying oh you're trying to form you're trying to be cool you're trying to be tush no if my name is hawa why won't i tell you my name is hawa why won't i spell it like that Amma, my parents named me hawa nana now, if people will be calling me what's not my name, then people will be angry that I'm telling you that's not my name. <laughs> oh my God, I can just imagine. I can just imagine. And you know, as your cousin, I see people say all these things, and I'm just like, you. you're like, like. <laughs> it's it's your name it's your name and then you're in trouble because your surname is like hawa magaji so if you had another surname maybe it would have been easy for people to you know understand that oh okay maybe just maybe it's not hawa but then you did not manage to have an english name like joshua you said no you, your name is hawa i have an english name i just rather my name Yo. Oh, than rebecca me. have you forgotten my english oh, name rebecca were you named after mommy becky yes after auntie yeah. becky yeah. and that's another reason i don't like people calling me the name because she has yeah. passed and it's like yeah i understand like, like deep deep stop. Stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay so, so like yeah, yeah so, so how are you like, like a big, big yellow, yellow. i'm yeah, big girl yeah that's not what i mean you're like a northern girl and you're all the way you know in another state um how was it like when you decided like when did you decide that okay okay you know what i'm moving to your lagos okay so she's in lagos by the way <laughs> and you're moving to lagos and how were your pa- how did your like northern parents react and also like extended family like she <laughs> was the gist so again you know like i always say like my parents are, are lenient i feel like most times ma 
the damon the mukereshi is other people even putting mouth inside Speak english book. madam <laughs> the problem we have most times is like other yeah. people like like putting using their own sound to destroy my gary if that makes sense because like when i decided that i was gonna like definitely leave was after nyc like doing nyc self in my head i was just like yeah like i don't know that abuja is for me anymore i think i want to try somewhere else um yeah definitely lagos and i think lagos came easy for me because i schooled in babcock um and babcock is in ogun state so i was in lagos a lot of the time and at the time as well most of my friends were in lagos so it just made sense for me to want to be in lagos so when i was even moving to lagos i didn't move with the mindset that oh i'm coming and i'm coming into media i still wanted to do i was still like in the 9 to 5 um job i still wanted nothing more than to be that corporate um girly and everything you know but it's after i came to lagos and then that that 9 to 5 i saw that it's not my calling this night vibe is not for me it's not giving me joy it's not giving me fulfillment it's not giving me happiness however how were my parents how did my parents take it when i wanted to move to lagos if i tell you what i did tima after nyc i packed my bags everything i had back and i sent it to my best friend that was living in lagos at the time i sent everything i had tima to sit in in lagos so i had absolutely nothing Then I went to go and meet them, and I said, "Hi, fam. I'm moving to Lagos." Then moving to Lagos, how? You have a job in Lagos. What do you mean you're moving to Lagos? And eh? people are looking for work. The work you have, you are leaving it. You say you're moving to Lagos. I said, "Okay, no wahala." I started applying for a job like a mad person. Tima, everywhere I could put my CV, I put my CV. Jobber man. In fact, till now I still get those emails from all those like. Uh, mm-hmm. places that you put your cv and everything and then like if they have jobs they'll be reaching out to you like i was putting my cv on everything and um, i finally got like calls for like um certain applications that i had passed um and finally i got a job in lagos and i just went to my friends and i did pros and cons list and i said hi mommy hi daddy so the issue was me not having a job in lagos abi i've gotten a job if i move to lagos these are the pros and the cons If I stay in Abuja, these are the pros and the cons. However, I would rather move to Lagos and try. And my parents have never really been the ones to force anything on you. They will sort of tell you what they think and their advice and everything. However, they will still let you do you if that makes sense. So they were like, "Okay, you want to go to Lagos? Sure, fine, go to Lagos." And yeah, this is me four years later, thriving. and living my best life in lagos so yeah yeah that's so so sweet like i know your parents so i know they don't have any problem <laughs> yeah but extended family you know how did you get any like reactions you know even growing up like cuz daddy was in aquaibom right mm-hmm. so you know even with you guys like we weren't always around much if you remember So I don't yeah, I don't really have that extended family influence. Yes, I mean we have those moments that they when they talk to their siblings, do you get and everything maybe like they bring it up. But for the most part of my life like extended family haven't really like cost me any big major like thingy do you get with daddy and mommy. Nah. Okay, so um now that you are in the media 
and you know you're just doing so amazing by the way i'm always so proud of you when i see your accomplishments how has the experience been so far like just let us know like i can't lie it's stressful but i love it it doesn't feel like work to me do you get it feels like i'm just living my life and i'm having fun and i'm getting paid to have fun um i love it i i promise you i don't think i would i would have been this happy any other any any other career anywhere else forget that law that i went to go and study in school leave it <laughs> yeah but like has, the fact that you know you're in northern and has it like e- ever affected your work like the northerness in you but okay so yes, I, yeah, yeah okay. okay in a way because sometimes there are certain things i turn down um because i feel like sometimes even if i'm okay with it i have to always remember at the end of the day i'm nothing I have to still give a certain level of respect to my family, to my parents. Um, so, yeah, to a large extent, um, being nothing has sort of affected me. But I, I wouldn't really necessarily say it's affecting me negatively. I'm just saying it's maybe just shaping me in a way to be more. Sometimes my friends used to tell me that there's this line in my career that I have. If I cross that line, eh? that i'll make it but i'm like that line that you are talking about is that line of respect is that line of self-consciousness and self-awareness you know that i still have a family at home that i don't want to embarrass that i don't want people to be looking at like this is what your daughter is doing um type of situation uh so yeah but i wouldn't necessarily say it really affected me negatively and weirdly another thing is if not for my name People hardly believe me when I say I'm from the north. People always first say, oh, I thought you were Igbo. You look Igbo. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm fully north, oh, not east. My mom is Adamawa, my daddy is Gombe. There's no Igbo or anything, um, you know, with me. But like, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. So working with celebrities and brands... <laughs> so cool so how oh my god like how did you even get there i just so i i really want to know do you understand like all these brands that will reach out to you and then just you know having you know because especially even on your youtube i see you invite all these celebrities to your um yes so how you know how do you go about doing this because i'm sure there are so many women out there that you know want to go out there and do this stuff and like just like you they have the support of their parents you know because i i wouldn't even come here and say you should do anything without the support of your parents i'm not i'm not trying we're not trying to tell anyone to have any strong head or anything but for people that already have this um support system and are like okay they want to get into this and just like you they are trying to be respectful in what they do in a way that they don't embarrass um you know their community and their because what you just said just makes so many so much sense because it's like when you're northern you just kind of feel like you need to like represent there's this thing they always say in the north um is like shame Mm -hmm. we have that we have that shame of like that fear of like the stigma that will come with i'm the bad egg of the family i'm the one that you know and it's so it's so funny because every northerner no matter how much you feel like you're woke or anything you have it like you have it like there's always a limit to your russian kunya 
like even if you would do some certain things there are some certain things that oh my god you'd be like oh my god i can't cross this line yeah because i even know so many northerners like you know in our family especially like we have like so many northerners that are not even um they are not muslim so, but i won't see them i won't, like your mom was in our house by the way like the day before yesterday yeah, and she the way she dressed, yes yeah and the way she's dressing you would hardly maybe only because she's not wearing the ghillie but they mostly will cover their hairs do you understand when they're and, and it's like you really can't even tell so like for people yeah so like for people that are willing to like go down this road and are trying to work with brands and celebrities how can they go about it do you understand like do you have any you know tips that you can give us so I would just say a little bit of my own story and how things went for me and, you know, just the little things I did to just sort of make myself, you know, a bit stand out a bit to the people I was meeting. But um, co- coincidentally for me, when I was starting out, I was opportune to intern with somebody that he, that is already established in the media and entertainment industry. So by virtue of interning under him, I was able to meet public figures and celebrities and at the time I wasn't even like meeting them and trying to like make them you know meeting them and trying to like get them as guests on my show or anything I was just meeting them introducing myself and building like personal relationships with them if that makes sense um so at the point where I decided oh I want to have my show I'm fully going into hosting I had already sort of built that community of, I wouldn't call them friends, but I would call them like industry, egg bonds and colleagues, that kind of thing, do you get? Mm-hmm. Um, so it was now easy to leverage on personal relationships, like, oh, I'm starting something new. Um, do you mind coming on board to support me? So sort of like my drive time, my first season, that was what it was. I leveraged on all personal relationships, you know, to get those guests and everything to come on but with like influencing and like brands I always say I feel like influencing fell on my lap I never woke up one day and said I wanted to be a content creator or an influencer the thing was every time I would dress up I would get ready for my events I would you know make videos take pictures and everything and post up and people would always be like oh who made your outfit um where did you get this where did you get that do you get and it was like, oh, okay, wait, this is a different career path so that I can actually leverage on, you know. And that was sort of how content creation and influencing also came. It wasn't something that I actually made a conscious effort and said, oh, I was going to move into content creation or influencing. However, what I've been able to do as well is stay consistent. I will not lie to you. Sometimes I'm shooting a video at 3 a.m., Sometimes I'm shooting a video like at weird times of the night. And so when people say, oh, yeah, we content creators and influencers, uh, yeah, 95 is harder. At least, you know, at five, you're going home and you're shutting your laptop and you're doing absolutely nothing else. Me, at 12 a.m., at 1 a.m., I'm still ordering my ring lights and I'm still shooting content. And, you know, just things like that. Um, But I feel like if you want to go into media and you're very certain that you want to go into media, it's not a one size fits all type of thing or situation. I feel like it's sort of different for everybody. But the main core thing is knowing that you want to do it, knowing that it's your passion and then just giving it a hundred percent. Every little opportunity you get, you give it a hundred percent. People always say, how are you dressed too much? You're too extra. Should I tell you why I'm too extra? I'm too extra, but I'm the girl you always remember from the red carpets. You get 
Like you remember me that I walked that red carpet. You remember what I wore. You remember how I looked. And by virtue of that, I'll stay top of your mind. So it's just being intentional with little things like that. You get to just stay at the top of these people's minds and people that matter. And I promise you, someone is always watching. Like there's always somebody random that is in an office that is probably going to be the one to mention your name or pitch you for that job that is randomly just in the shadows watching and you don't know that person is watching. So I would say just keep doing you and, you know, start. Anyhow you want to do it, start. Start somewhere. At least just start it and then figure it out as you go. That's sort of my advice because that's sort of what I did. I just started it and honestly, I figured it out on the way. I learned on the job. I had no prior experience in hosting or presenting. I learned everything on the job. So, yeah, that's just my Yeah, 100%. I 100% agree with you. I feel like there are so many people that want to start all these things, but they are just waiting for something. Like, what are you waiting for? Just start. Start it. There's really just start because honestly, I don't even know how to, I don't even know how much I have to say. You will learn on the job, yeah? Mine sent me a, a, one of my transition videos from like, like three years ago and I was looking at it and I was laughing. Because look at the growth. Like now I can I, I shoot a video and I sit down and I, in like ten minutes I'm done editing it and it's up already. Quick, quick, Imagine. quick. But then before. it can take me twenty hours, seven, eight hours to be editing one thirty seconds reel for Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, <laughs> and the more you do it, the more you understand what you're doing. Because yeah, even so you know when it comes to this podcast, I'm still like learning on the job. And when people ask me, oh, please, how I want to start my podcast, how do I go about it? I'm like, oh, my God, I don't think I'm qualified to tell you anything yet because I'm still learning. <laughs> like, you give me time. A friend. I'm sorry, you, you know? know? Yes, exactly. So, so many people ask you questions that you can just Google. And maybe sometimes you tell them how you did it, but maybe it doesn't work for them and they just give up. So maybe you should like try and do more research when it comes to all these things. And also, just like what you said, just building your connections is so important. I, 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 that's where I lack, honestly. I'd go for all these events. And and your <laughs> network is your networks yeah so true so true and you know it's so important especially when i go for all these events i think i need to like start putting myself out there i never know what to say when i meet all these people i'm not even going to lie and it's just like i'm just wasting this up golden opportunity but after what you said today in fact if i'm going for events i'll be very extra yeah, <laughs> because so somebody I is watching like, just like what you said extra. i see that yeah. in my like because me normally i like to look good Tima, you know me i like I to look good <laughs> So why will I now like why will I now go and put myself in a light where I'm not looking good? Never, never to be cut Girl, off. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> okay, so um earlier on you spoke to us about how you studied law in university and then now all of a sudden you're a presenter, like you're a celebrity. So <laughs> how did your parents take that? You know, you know, like you said, you got a nine to five job and then you moved to Lagos and then you hated it, so you stopped working there. How were you able to first of all, how were you able to pivot careers, you know, just going from this to that? And then how did your parents react to this change? Because they paid so much school fees. How are you? Somebody you're someone that's always been like an A student. So everyone in the family, everyone in the family has this expectation from you that, okay, how is going to be like the best lawyer, is son or anything? And then now you're a presenter. So how did you go from, you know, um, studying law in university, having a nine to five and just pivoting your career to becoming a presenter and an influencer? So I think the, the thing with that is daddy and mommy, when mm-hmm. they realize that 
this girl is actually still going to do her anyways. Like, for me, honestly, Tima, it, for me, it was a thing of, it was not a choice. While light a light, it was not a choice. It was a thing of whether or not they were okay with it, I was going to find a way to do it. I'm not saying bourgeois or anything. I'm just saying it was one of those situations yeah, where I was I very understand. certain that this is what I want. How am I going to go about it? How am I going to start it? I do not know. But come hell or high water, this is what I'm going to do. Um, and honestly, I feel like daddy and mommy just fell in line with it when they saw it was giving me happiness. It was bringing me money. I was not asking them for money again. <laughs> you know, most parents, parents like once you stop asking for money it just gives them ease like oh she's making money from it <laughs> and then they look at it like okay this girl is actually doing okay she's doing well and i'll tell you it's crazy because when i even started out i was still so scared to tell mommy and daddy so i would do all these big jobs and like work with big brands and everybody would be congratulating me but my parents because my Parents didn't know I was doing that. Yeah, and you were also I, warning us, especially me, yeah. you know, to tell people. Don't tell them, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I had blocked our family members from, like, my social media and everything. And then I thought about it, that what am I actually doing? Because, I, like, I'm growing bigger, and there's no way I can hide it anymore. Like, if I, the plan, if, if this is what I plan to do, either ways, my parents are going to find out about it. Um, so eventually I was just like, yeah, everybody should start seeing me. And I started unblocking everybody. And then people started sending everything to mommy and daddy. And honestly, when I got to the point, I knew they were finally okay with it was when recently I was on a TV show and I didn't mention it to them. And then they called me and then they were both sad. And then they said, everybody was calling that they saw you on TV. We didn't watch you on TV. Why didn't you tell us? And I felt so bad. Yeah. for not telling them and that was when i knew that oh okay like my parents are actually 100 percent okay with me doing this right now like they, they are actually happy for me they want to see they want to also experience it with me um so yeah i feel like for me a large part of my success is also in a way that because i have support a supportive um system i have supportive friends i have supportive family even when like Mommy and daddy didn't know. I had you guys, like my cousins and stuff that I could tell, I could confide in and tell like all these little things you get. And you guys were still holding me down and hiding me as well. Tima, <laughs> <laughs> you were the one that was hiding me, oh. Yeah. Even though you were the one exposing me too sometimes because you're the one that, that all of them are following. You will now post and you will now tag me. They will now find me. <laughs> Yes, because that was my way of supporting you. How am I supposed to know all the people that you blocked? <laughs> good times, good times, honestly. Like, when I remember, and then now it's like, oh, everybody already knows. The other day, I was even talking to my mom. My mom was like, oh, how is now in Lagosha? And I'm like, yeah, she is. I was in Abuja last week. And, yeah. I, I, like, at the, at um daddy's brother's um wife's event, everybody just like, oh, our family celebrity, our family celebrity. I was like, yeah. Me? Woo! <laughs> oh my god, you know something about families, Bab? I don't even think this is a northern thing. You, everybody's going to say whatever they want to say until you become famous and you're making money. Sadly, sadly, that's just the reality. You, who there is nobody that nobody wants to associate with. 
Yeah. Once that thing that you are doing is making you happy and is you're making a living from it and you're okay, everybody will just like sort of fall in line. As long so, as so, so just start. Hashtag start. Oh. <laughs> Hashtag start it. Like just begin. What's what's holding you back? If it's social anxiety, I promise you, I have it. Tima have it. Has it every public figure or anybody that is out there on social media probably has those social anxieties that you feel like you're the only one dealing with. I'll go for events and I'll be calling like all my friends. Are you at this event? Are you coming for this event? Because I don't want to enter alone. I'll create oh. content and I'll oh, be a million times. Should I post it? Should I not post it? I'll just post it. I'll just lock up my phone because I don't want to see what people are saying, you know. And this is me that is, you know, I'm already there. I'm already in the industry. I'm already doing it. And I still feel like this. So I promise you that it is a feeling that everybody has. Kim Kardashian probably feels like that sometimes too as well. Like Exactly. And this is these are people that does their life. Mm-hmm. Gosh, yeah, so okay, I think we're even almost done. <laughs> this is this is actually going to be one of my shortest episodes. Anyway, um I just lastly, lastly, can we speak about trolls and haram police, you know, um the fact that people I have their own yes. yes, yes. So I just I like and I also want um us to speak about, you know, northern women in general, you know, how we are all kind of just, you know, on equal i'd say almost equal because at the end of the day not is not whether you're hausa whether you're um kilba whether you're um muslim whether you're christian not is not and people don't know this they just think that um there's a difference you know can I remember the other day when we we're speaking and we we're talking about our childhood and how we didn't even know the difference between yeah. you know muslims <laughs> you know, and christians because like I, when we're growing up like I would wear the hijab, you get, you know, and I was I, trying to also learn the prayer. I, and you guys would come to church. I'm not even going to lie. I think I attended my first Muslim wedding when I just when I was like in uni, or I think maybe my just three. Uh, I can't really remember, but like when I was like the first wedding I I attended, I was like a northern wedding that had all the like northern steps. Was um, <laughs> um, me was after uni. After uni <laughs> was a friend I, I met I, exactly and how are you know your friend also got married and she's a no no i can't really remember her name but she's uh um, um, no no amina she's a christian this one uh oh my god i cannot remember her name but she, i think you got she had like a northern wedding i think Ellie? i think i can't remember but it, i, I but went it, for it last year right yes okay amaria it was just so northern and everything i did the whole traditional thing everything exactly so people are kind of ignorant to this whole thing that like not is not 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 is not like it really just is and for us you know we grew up in that and we didn't really see the difference i, I can imagine how it's like for you especially you that you're in lagos maybe you can really really see the difference now me that i'm even in abuja you know maybe it's not really bad for me maybe now i can see it there's funny thing is that there's not even difference like it's a thing of wherever i am when i meet anybody and the person knows i'm a not now they immediately recognize you as their brother and they treat you as that. It's as little as me going to buy suya or fruits. And I speak also to the people selling. They leave the people they are attending to to attend to me. <laughs> I'm telling you. Like, yeah. it's a... it's a we, are, we love ourselves no matter where we are. It's a thing of, that person is my brother. Okay, yeah, you're from Adamawa, I'm from Niger. But, okay, you're my brother still. The difference is, yes, we all have different languages. But as God will have it, we have Hausa that almost everybody in the north understands. 
you have you're from Niger, I team are you. You have yeah. your dialect. Me, I'm Bateri, I'm from Gombe. I have my own dialect. Do you get? However, mm-hmm. if you speak outside, I speak outside, we both understand each other. Yeah. Like so, so how th- about your okay, sorry, go on. No, so I was just about to say like the the difference the in in, in cultural ways we act almost all the same and all similar. Like we're all very conservative, we're all in we try to be a little bit more reserved than other tribes. We have shame. That's basically what it is. That's how to put it in the mm-hmm. we have shame. But how am I able to deal with trolls? Oh my god, I'm tired of coming online to say I am a Christian, I am not a convert convert. Both my parents were Christians. I was raised Christian from birth. I'm tired of coming to say it because the ones that will drag me for not covering my head, the ones that will drag me for wearing, you know, a short skirt or a short dress, the ones that will drag me for dancing inappropriately. (laughs) (laughs) I get trolled often. However, like for me now, I'm like, I'm just used to it. Do you know that there was one time somebody tagged his bar under my post? And and I'm like, wait, he's my going to come for me in Lagos or what? That what happened? <laughs> Hi, oh my god! Like honestly, for me, I just think like they do the most. They do the it's most. It's really not and, nice. It's really not nice. Sometimes I want to comment and I have to hold me? myself. Because oh, guess what? I'm sure there are Muslims that decide that they don't want to cover their hair. 100%. And as well, there are Christians that decide I'm a Christian, but I still want to cover my hair. My mom is always tying her tie. She's a Christian. I think at the end of the day, it's personal preference. But for me, it's annoying because they are trying to hold me to a certain standard that I'm not. And then you don't even know me like that. You don't know which house I'm coming from. You don't know my household. Then you just come online and because you see me, I'm a media personality. You want to open your mouth and talk anyhow and say what you want to say. (laughs) Me, yeah, I used to give them back, yeah, left and right, hot, hot. Yeah, honestly, sometimes you just have to respond to these people because ah, it's like you're always explaining Who do you think you're talking every to? day. <laughs> I'm not a Muslim, up and down. I can't and and you, it's even now annoying because I don't have a problem with Muslims. Half my family mm-hmm. members are Muslims. You're a Muslim. And then too, imagine but... how you have to like now start coming. And then the fact that Muslim. they always come to say, I'm like, I'm not even feeling like people will now even start feeling. Does she have a problem with? Muslims. I don't have a problem with Muslims. I just have a problem with the fact that people are trying to hold me to that standard because I am not. But do I have a, no? I, 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 I will go to the mosque with you people. I will pray. I will, like, <laughs> nah, I'm very non-discriminatory. I don't even come from a discriminatory family at all. Yeah, so, so that's why I'm even saying let us speak about it here. So in case anybody even listens to this podcast, before you even say anything, like you just need yeah. to understand that oh, she's not a Muslim, but guess what? She's such a northerner. And mm-hmm. that's that's okay. That's normal. Like, it happens. It, like, people just need to get over themselves. Really get over themselves, my dear, because... Yeah. yeah, so can you give out advice to northern girls who want to be like you, you know, take over their lives and reach their full potential? Mm, northern girls. Let me tell you guys, part of my goals is to be that voice. It's to be that person that northern girls look up to and is like, oh shit she's actually killing it in the media oh i can be in the media as well um what i would say to you the first thing i would say is start find a way to start um how i started was i was interning Hmm. i was interning for a long time unpaid internship self let me just put that out there as well unpaid internship and so start if you need to learn under somebody if you need to work a little bit if you need to 
you know, go online to learn more skills, to better yourself, you know, to learn more about what you're trying to do. Do that. Find something about yourself that makes you stand out. I always say there's nothing new. There's nothing you want to do that somebody is not already doing. However, you can put your own spin to it. You can do that thing that is going to say, oh, this thing is special because this is how Tima did her own. How and Tima are doing the same thing, oh, but Tima did her own like this. How I did her own like this. You know, put your own spin to it. Be authentic. Be yourself. There's absolutely no one else like you. That's your superpower. Um, and yeah, these are like my advice and nuggets. And honestly, like, don't think that because you're nothing, you're limited. I promise you that you're not limited. There's no, there's no limitations for you or what you can be or what you can aspire to be. You can be absolutely anything you want to be. If you put your mind to it, if you have the right support and if you're dedicated and if you really want to achieve it. Those are my advice. And I hope you guys take it. And I hope you guys go out and you saw and you be your absolutely best authentic selves. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. Honestly, for me, I, I think I've learned so much from you and what I've learned also on my own. And I hear people saying it. And I think you also touched on that, is that whatever it is that you're doing, you just make sure you put all your best in it and just be so good in it. Like, just make sure you put your best in whatever it is that you're doing. So how are, um, this is the end of our episode, by the way, you guys, it was such an amazing episode. I really, really, I, thank you so so much for doing this by the way <laughs> thank you for coming through for me also um yes from people that will listen to this that you know would want to um connect with you after the episode so can you please um tell us your social media okay hi guys please make sure you follow me on everything my name is universal on every social media you can think of it's hawa magaji on instagram and tiktok is hawa underscore magaji on youtube it's Hawa Magaji. And yeah, it's Hawa Magaji everywhere. On Twitter, it's Hawa underscore Magaji. On Facebook, it's Hawa Magaji. Um, follow me. Watch my content. I do amazing content, by the way. Um, and I might just inspire you, so. Yeah, you're already inspiring us, sis. <laughs> anyway, everything is going to be put um, down below in the link of the... Uh, not down below. I keep saying down below because I'm used to YouTube. <laughs> Everything is going to be everything is going to be linked to this description um of this show, inshallah. So thank you so so much, Hawa. It was so nice having you. Speak to you soon. Bye.